Welcome to the Sosha Podcast. The hub for all conversations, spiritual and healing. Join us for everything to do with crazy spiritual encounters, the various different types of healing modalities, the Ascended Masters, and special guests as we explore the infinite realms of possibility within our own magnificent being. This is the Sosha Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sosha Podcast. Welcome back. Woohoo! School of Spiritual Healing Arts. Woo-hoo. This is Libby and Dane. Me. Hey. So it's been a it's been a while since we've jumped on here. It's been two weeks. Two yeah. whole two weeks. Two, two weeks we missed episodes. So thanks for your patience. Yeah, a whole two weeks since we have been since we've been coming to you on the airwaves. So welcome back. No my hi to my. Are we welcoming welcome. them back or are we welcoming ourselves back? Let's welcome everyone back, both <laughs> us and you. Nice to be with you again. Nice to be with you. So uh, today uh, we're going to be talking about uh, spiritual sickness. And the reason that we are speaking about this is because we both, Libby and I, have been down. So the reason we've been away for the past couple of weeks is because we've been experiencing the the sickness. I don't even want to speak its name. It's I know. Kind of, it's it's kind like, of like Voldemort. <laughs> Do not speak of it. Yeah, you know, don't want to say its name. So we don't want to give it power. But we've mm. been um, we've been away with the sickness. So uh, it's yeah, good COVID to be for anyone that's questioning it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, today is talking more in depth about about spiritual sickness in general and what it can represent, what it can mean. Um, energetic imbalances, all that sort of stuff. So uh, if once again, if you find this episode beneficial, helpful, um, incredibly inspiring or informational or whatever, I would love and appreciate if you could like, subscribe, follow, uh, also leave us a rating and a review for this particular website, uh, podcast website. This particular podcast, we'd appreciate that. Uh, also, if you have any spiritual stories that you want to share, any sort of uh, spiritual encounters, anything which can't be explained, uh, anything which um, you consider to be paranormal. Uh, we love those stories. We love them and we'd love to be able to share them on your behalf. So please send us an email to hello at school of spiritual healing arts.com. That's hello at school of spiritual healing arts.com. So yeah, we are back into it. So spiritual sickness. Yeah. Now, when you say spiritual sickness, is it like sick in the spirit? <laughs> so there, there are different, I guess, different definitions for what I mean by spiritual sickness. But uh, for the topic of this conversation, what we will be talking about and going deeper into is the spiritual meaning behind physical sickness. Mm. So, if, for example, you get a cold, you get an earache, you get a a sore knee, mm. or like, you know, kind of that energetic imbalance. Mm. Um, so what the spiritual <laughs> representation is of particular um, physical ailments. Mm. Um, and I guess today we can look more f- uh, more specifically towards actual sickness, like flu-like, cold-like, mm. um, corona-like, um, <laughs> that sort of stuff. But yeah, well, I guess we'll speak more into that. So what a, I guess, you know, question for you, Libby, is what... What are you? What are your beliefs and what are your perspectives around you know being sick in the physical sense mm. and how that manifests in your 
um, and your spiritual body or vice versa. Mm, well, yeah, well, it's funny. Like I, when you talk about spiritual sickness and I knew what you meant, like, cause we had a conversation about it. Obviously we know what we're going to be speaking about today, but it's like <clears throat> when I, when, when you say the word spiritual, spiritual sickness, and I'm thinking from the perspective of everyone listening as well, like what is spiritual sickness? And, and when I look at the collective, especially the Western world, like I believe that as a Western population, I believe that at a collective level, we actually have a spiritual sickness. You know, there's like mm. a disconnect from even spirit, like spiritual awareness, you know, spiritual honoring, like honoring the spirit, honoring the soul. And what I believe, I believe that this collective spiritual sickness, so I'm going a little bit of a tangent here, but I want to bring the like bigger perspective as well. I, you know, I believe that the the collective spiritual sickness that we have, this disconnect from honoring our soul and living in harmony with one another in the web of life and living in right relationship with the planet and the universe and our souls and ourselves, you know, I believe that it is the root cause for, you know, the, all of the, the so much mental health, like the mental health epidemic that we're currently experiencing. Mm. um you know the like just the amount of physical sickness as well i believe is because of spiritual sickness mm. and then if we look at it like on an individual level you know like we have just been out for for two weeks with you know a forced rest i truly believe that every physical sickness originates or you know every dis-ease originates in an energetic sense beforehand and then a prolonged, you know, like if we think about it, the the energy body and we have an ability to course correct, right? Like our natural state is to be in harmony with all things. If you look at nature, like Mother Earth is always, you know, course correcting and, and creating mm -hmm. harmony. Mm -hmm. And we're the same. But only if we actually acknowledge all aspects of us, you know, the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, the the social, you know, like all of the elements that make us a, a whole being, a holistic being. But when we're when we're disconnected from that, you know, too too much in one area is going to create some sort of lack of ease, dis-ease, sickness, you know, and this is when we begin to you know, see these physical manifestations. And this could like, we could have so many conversations, we could do a whole podcast just on the, you know, mm. just on this, you know, it comes down to health, but it's like, I truly believe that when we find ourselves, you know, with a cold or a flu or that we're sick in any way, shape or form, I believe that there is gifts and blessings and a reason for it all. Mm. What were some that I guess, so what were some that I guess you, um, what were some gifts and blessings that you really received from being down these last couple of weeks? Yeah, well, the, the first thing, right? So the first thing is I, you know, I woke up in the morning. I was like, oh, I, I went to go for a run. I, you know, I stayed in bed. I was like, I do not feel good. Like I got up and just <laughs> I was like, hey, something not right. And as I, as I, you know, realized what was going on and, um, you know, did the test and realized that, you know, something's off, something's off, something's not right. I lay on the couch and I, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty good with my mindset. Um, and I just was like, well, 
what am I going to do? My eyes are really sore and I can't watch Netflix. You know, I'm like, there's no way that I can hop on calls. I feel like just blah, (laughs) so blah. And so I just sat there or lay on the couch and just thought of things that I was grateful for. I was just like reflecting on my life and reflecting on how far I've come in the last six years, especially. And, you know, just, I was like, okay, well, let me just give gratitude and let me just like focus on healing and health. And I just, I made a decision that being, being in that state was an opportunity to become even more healthy and more vibrant and more like with more vitality and call back more of my life force than ever before. Mm. And can I, can I just jump in there quickly? I think one of the, one of the, one of the interesting and fascinating things that, you know, whenever someone is sick, right? Whenever someone's sick, the first thing and the only thing that they think about is getting healthy again. Yeah. Like if you've ever, ever been down with the man flu, the dreaded man flu, uh, or anything, you know that all that you feel like in that moment, same as if you're hungover, right? You think to yourself, man, I just, I'm never drinking again. I just wish I, I just do not like being hungover. I do not like being sick. I just want to, I just really want to focus on getting healthy again. And so that focus comes back and we take, it's in that moment, I believe, that we kind of take the, we take things for granted a little bit. We take our health for granted. We take our our way of being for granted. And then we focus in that moment to come back to the light and go, you know, what? I'm going to do everything I can to get better and get better and get better. But then life happens. And then, you know, once we do get better, then we just put that to the side again. And we go, yeah, we're healthy. And we forget about it completely, right? So sometimes it takes us to get really sick to realize and understand just how important health actually is to us Mm, mm, yeah and it's it's so interesting and like I would consider us pretty healthy like Mm. I you know I run my whole life and business around my cycles so like I make sure that I try and include most in my internal summer and I you know most of my schedule most of my things most appointments launches and things like this and I don't always get it perfect but I you know I I schedule time off for when it's the new moon because that's usually when I'm on my personal moon Mm. you know my menstrual cycle and it's like I believe that living in harmony with our own internal rhythms is super important for holistic like for holistic health Mm. but what I you know like there's always going to be room to go to the next level into the next level into the next level like if I six years ago could look at now like the life that we're living and the level of health and energy and vitality and not just in the physical sense, but spiritually, emotionally, mentally, like my mind, my emotions, my spirit is, it feels so healthy now compared to six years ago, you know, 10 years ago, Mm. but you know, even physically as well, I feel fitter than ever before. Like, you know, in my Mm. entire life, I feel like I'm the fittest that I've ever been. And yeah, there's always a next level. And and I feel like when we're forced into, you know, you know some sort of, uh, you know, like opportunity for reflection, you know, I believe that it's sometimes when we're knocked out, like cold, like we can't do anything, that's what it is an opportunity for. We really get to reflect and assess, you know, where we're showing up, not in harmony with our rhythms, not in harmony with our souls. Like, for example, I remember being in, uh, you know, in the in working in a nine to five kind of eight to eight to six more like it yeah. in the corporate world. Eight to eight Sundays. <laughs> eight to eight to midnight. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work so much. Um, you know, I would like. I, I remember having to go home from work sometimes, 
and not understanding why I can up it, I'll just be so nauseous. And I remember thinking like, oh, you know, like I remember taking a pregnancy test once because I was like, is like something's not right. Like I don't feel right. And, you know, it came back negative and I, I was like, what is going on? This is so weird. And then a couple of years later, when I started studying shamanism, I remember sitting in this circle at uh, like around the medicine wheel at my at where I was doing my training and my starting my apprenticeship and on the medicine wheel so you have you know like um is about all things remaining in harmony and remaining in balance so there is like summer winter spring and autumn is a, a seasonal aspect then there is um, north east south and west directions you've got all sorts of things going on and I was sitting in this spot where it was like the the equivalent of summer and I just happened to sit there and my teacher he's like do you realize the significance of where you've chosen to sit I'm like mm, no <laughs> and he's like think about your life and think about how you try to live I'm like huh I always try to live in summer I always try to live on the go I've got so much on my plate and I never take the time to properly switch off and rest. And that started this like process of really beginning to observe, you know, my energy and my health and my vitality and how I'm being in the world. And I realized that I was, you know, self-sacrificing because I was trying to fit, you know, me a cyclical being you know like I've got so many emotions and so many things going on and I was trying to be on the go the whole time I was trying to be constantly you know achieving things and and you know um being productive and you know go 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 and what would happen is I would like go 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 and then all of a sudden I would get sick or I would hit some sort of burnout and I would be like I would have to spend like a day or two in bed sometimes up to a week, if I didn't acknowledge that, you know, that I needed to rest. And I feel like this is so common in the Western world. Like how many times do you find yourself, you know, so just like, you know, whether it's a cold or a flu or just burnt out, or if you try and stop, like when you finally take a rest, all of a sudden, you get sick because you now have a chance to heal and your body is simply restoring harmony and restoring balance. So just like we have seasons in, in you know, Mother Earth, you know, depending on where you live in the world, if you're in Bali, there will only be two seasons a year, you know, <laughs> rainy season or hot season, <laughs> so hot season or hotter season. But in most of the world, there's, there's seasons, right? And so if you look at planet, if you look at the planet and you look at, you know, us as a reflection of the planet, we, we are a part of the planet, we are physical beings, just, you know, we're of the earth. You look at, you look at the seasons and you've got winter, which is a time to go completely, completely within. It's cold, it's like this darkness, it's time for reflection. And then you've got spring where all of the ideas and all of the things that have been happening during this time of hibernation are starting to blossom, starting to bloom. And then you've got summer, which is like activity, the sun's out, the days are longer. There's like 
more things going on, more happening, more buzz. And then you've got autumn. And what happens in autumn? The leaves start to fall. Like everything that's not necessarily serving us begins to fall away. We begin to, you know, if you look at nature, you start to harvest the fruit. Like all the trees start to um, ha have their fruit and, and vegetables ready for harvest. And, you know, like there are, there are seasons for everything. And I believe that the reason that we get sick is in order for us to restore that harmony and that balance for us to be the fully expressed humans and the beings that we're here to be. I went on so many tangents just then, let me know what so, <laughs> yeah. come through. So something that came through was, um, so just a quick question on that. What do you feel happens to you when you don't honor your cycles? To, yeah, like I said, like it's like I literally get burnt out. I I can get really resentful as well. Like if I haven't, acknowledged my internal boundaries like my internal system for for women we have a built-in cycle right it's like day one of our menstrual cycle is you know like that's when we that's when we bleed that's when we're meant to be spending a lot of time within we're meant to be spending time completely letting go of everything that we've been you know it's like an actual shedding that's taking place and opportunity for rebirth and so that's our internal winter so if I, if I personally don't acknowledge my seasons, I like, and, and if I end up booking too much, I end up getting resentful. Um, I feel like I haven't had enough space. I, I receive a lot of ideas when I'm in that winter phase. And when I like am just in meditation or just like taking that, having a really, really slow day and a lot of stillness, maybe doing some slow yoga. If I, if I have meetings and if I like, you know, I kind of, you know, run, there's a lot of things that I've got on my plate. So sometimes I don't always get it perfect and I'll have to show up for particular things. But it's like, if I don't make sure that I'm taking the space for myself between meetings to just be really slow and not have to do anything, even like not doing housework, not doing, I hardly do housework anymore, not doing housework, not, you know, like even not exercising, you know, try not to exercise too much, just taking it really gentle. Um, yeah resentful I can often get burnt out I'll hit a wall I'll just crash I'll you know and sometimes if I if I go too long without honoring it then I will um yeah I'll find myself like with a cold or you know a bit more tired than normal mm. as well so yeah I think watching it from like watching it from my perspective I can definitely tell now when 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 you haven't really uh, honored those cycles and mm. then you can see it manifest in mm. different ways so for example you know with you you're a lot more you'd be a lot more tired or um, I guess being run down is also a symptom of that that spiritual imbalance mm. like if, if we take it so you know what you've described just there is almost a, well not almost it's an energetic way to look at your the way that you show up mm. right like mm -hmm. that's that's what we're talking about is like understanding your energy cycles or understanding your energy your energetic inputs and outputs at different mm. periods of a month mm. and then take that over the course of a year, mm. you know, that, that's that whole cycle thing that we're mm. talking about. So what you're, what you're alluding to is, you know, when you don't honor that, you know, mm. internal boundaries, the um, external boundaries, um, yeah, when, when you don't honor that is when you start to see a lot of that sickness come in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I guess you open... 
you know, not just you, but people open the channel and the ability for people for themselves to get sick mm. is when they when they don't have those strong boundaries in place. Mm-hmm. Then boom, you get the yeah. you get a flu, you get a cold, you get run down, you know, and then it just kind of yeah. snowballs from there, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And another like another cause of you know, illness or be, you know, whether it's something more minor like a cold or a flu or something more intense like a cancer or something like that, the origin, like, yes, energetic, but what are emotions? Emotions are energy and motion. And so often you'll see, like, whenever I'm working with a client and we see, like, something to do with their physical health or how it's manifesting, you know, in their physical, how something's manifesting in their physical body is always an energetic origin. And often it can come from a lack of not honoring emotions. And so what happens is we, like, if we go through life and we're going through life and, you know, um, it could be, it could be emotions. It could also be around boundaries as well. Like if you're constantly giving to others, when are you restoring your life force and re- returning to balance and harmony within yourself? Like if you're, con- you know, if you see it, if people are in so much martyrdom and self-sacrifice, they'll often end up getting really, really sick. And, you know, sometimes in some cases they can't come back from that sickness because they, you know, there's beliefs like around a, that as yeah, well. It's like a pattern which is continuously playing out and yeah. they haven't addressed the pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, you know, if you're, if you've spent a lifetime, you know, and, and especially as women, like we've spent a lifetime and men as well, it's not okay for men to express their emotions. It's becoming okay, more accepted now, but you know, for men and women, it's like, don't, you know, don't cry. Don't show your emotions. Don't show your weakness. Be strong. Like all of these stories that we have. So what happens is we go through life and we have emotional responses to life, right? So something happens, you know, you could go outside and, you know, someone drives really fast past you and you get a fright, right? It's that feeling that like, like that emotion, that that energy, that feeling that we have that, you know, it's like, okay, all right, that's keeping me alive, right? So there's a reason that we have to respond to certain things around us in order for our own survival. But what happens is like, if we have a disagreement with someone, for example, and there's this built up anger or resentment and we don't speak our truth or we don't process the emotions around it, what we end up doing is we try to intellectualize the emotion. And so we think about it, we think about it, we're overanalyzing it, but we don't want to feel it because feelings are scary, right? I remember when I first gave up drinking, I was like, holy crap, like, what do I do if I can't drink or numb these feelings? I can't take drugs, I can't, like, I don't want to eat all the food, you know, I would end up eating a lot of food sometimes, and still going into those binge eating habits, but like, it's like, holy crap. And what I realized is that we have not been taught how to feel effectively and from a place of empowerment. And so what do we do? Because we don't know how to feel and we're like, oh, I don't want to go there. It's too much. It's too painful or it's too scary. We numb it out. We turn to drugs or alcohol or sex or shopping or like whatever it is. Netflix, eating, smoking, toxic relationships, like like all sorts of things. Our phone scrolling, you know, like any, like addictions. And so instead of feeling the very things that we're experiencing as a, as a human, we're trying to intellectualize them and then numb out the emotions. And where does that energy go? Hmm. 
those emotions? Where do they go? It's your last. <laughs> well, if we don't process them, then they stay trapped in the body. Mm. And what happens if we have this like prolonged thing happening? Mm. Right? It's like, you know, if you think of like even you think of like a tumor, right? If you think of something that's in the body that's not meant to be there, how do, how does that get formed? Mm. Like, yes, there's of course physical things that happen. But how, what's the origin of it? Mm. And if you look at like someone's emotions and how they respond to life and how they are, if you look at people who like, you know, I don't want to go too much into it, but it's like, if you look at, okay, what's the actual origin of this? Not, not at a physical level, like beyond the physical, what's the emotions that have been avoided or, or that were wanting to be expressed, but weren't like, mm. when did you stop sharing your truth? When did you stop living in your harmony and your alignment and your, in your truth? When did you learn to shut down your voice and your truth and, and, and numb yourself from your true experience of life? Because maybe it didn't feel safe or maybe, Maybe it was like you were made to feel like it wasn't valid or like you were in the wrong. So you learned to disconnect from it, which in turn is now causing some sort of physical manifestation in the body, which actually, yes, like, you know, I'm all for all the different treatments, but what's the actual energetic origin? And I feel like, you know, when we look at it at a shamanic level and you hear of like amazing plant medicine ceremonies as well that address this, what what do we do in a shamanic sense is we we go right to the very 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 origin and we reverse that energy so that you know it's like a, a domino effect you know you you take out the very original thing you reverse the original agreement for example that's not safe to express myself or it's not safe to feel my emotions or it's not safe to stand in my truth and we reverse that, we reclaim the soul parts that disconnected in that moment, and then you see a domino effect into the physical healing begins to take place. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. That's cool. So I guess, you know, to, to, to summarize and to summarize what you've spoken into, which is powerful and cool, mm. very cool, by the way, is that our emotional state, our emotional uh, traumatic incidents, our emotional um Oppression, suppression mm. can quite often lead to physical disease. Mm -hmm. And with healing and healing the physical disease can a very powerful starting place can be at the very tip or the very start of where you experienced that initial um, emotional and energetic suppression. Mm. And I think that's a very powerful thing as well. And, mm. you know, there's a reason why, you know, when we, when we experience sickness in a in a great degree, and I mean in a great degree, like, um, like let's say like cancer or mm. all that sort of stuff, there's there is incredible research out there now about how you know living a, a fully plant based, you know, very simple, very um, very slow um, lifestyle can really help to turn those those diseases around is because you're coming back to fullness you're coming back to wholeness and mm -hmm. i think that's the real power behind you know these practices like healing like food like all of this mm -hmm. is that you're coming back to a sense of wholeness you're coming back to a mm -hmm. sense of you know stripping away all the crap you know mm -hmm. on, a, on an emotional level on a on a physical on a food level on a tv level on mm -hmm. a addiction level like all of that stuff you kind of mm -hmm. when you remove all that stuff then um and you really address the, the root causes as to why you were 
this way or that way, mm. you know, then that's when the true healing does take mm. part. So I think that's a really cool perspective. Mm, yeah, and, and just on that as well, like physical manifestations, yeah, and mental as well, you know, like that's how I, you know, when we look at like depression and anxiety, you know, at, at, at a simple level, not something super, super complex, like if you're clinically depressed, there's obviously different routes that you're going to go down. But if someone's experiencing depression as a as an emotional state frequently, like I, I remember about once a month, I would notice myself in a state of depression because of all these things. I was spiritually hmm. depleted. I didn't understand the importance of honoring all of this. I wasn't in tune with my emotions or the energetic side of things. I was very much like mental and physical and that was it, right? Like, mm. you know, I had this intuition, but I, I didn't know how to access it. You know, I'm thinking sort of, you know, before my awakening, before my first awakening kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and just on that as well, like when we're talking about the different foods that we can be eating that, you know, like mother nature, again, she is so much healing like we as we as humans we're meant to be thriving like we're meant to be in a state where you know like a, a lemon tree doesn't have to force itself to grow it just grows like there's enough rain there's enough sunshine the soil's good and it grows but if you remove any of those elements those naturally occurring elements if the soil's not good if there's too much sun or not enough rain or you know vice versa then it's not going to grow. So it's the same as us. And if we look at all of the different the different things, like we could, again, have so many different conversations and we're going to have some epic interviews around this, you know, going deeper into this with some amazing experts from the physical health side of things. Um, but one of the things that, I, again, like shamanically and energetically is, you know, connect with your food. Mm. super simple right everything has an energy everything has a spirit everything has a vibration and when it comes to you know healing and the healing that takes place like yes take all the supplements all the things but create an energetic relationship with the things that you're putting in your body right and what you're doing is rather than just mindlessly taking a vitamin or mindlessly eating your spinach you're giving gratitude to the vitamin, giving gratitude to the spinach. And what this is doing, I know it sounds give, really funny. Give gratitude to your spinach, everyone. Catchphrase. The quote of the day. <laughs> give gratitude to your spinach. <laughs> there we go. So what you're doing is you're honoring the plant spirit. And what this does, like, for example, you know, um, let's take ayahuasca. As, I'll just give a really quick example before we wrap up when people travel to the to the jungle and sit with plant medicine uh you know there's been amazing 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 healing and transformation that takes place like western the western medical world has tried to research it and i believe that there's some studies coming out now but some if you look at some of the western medical um the way that they go about the study you know you've heard i've heard of stories you know where these Western medical professionals will go to the jungle, they'll take the ayahuasca vine and they'll try and study it and they'll try and like look at all the chemical makeup and they want to replicate it. And they're like, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. It's not working. They're making it up. The shamans are making it up. The medicine people are making it up. It's a load of crap. But they're not honoring the spirit of the plant. And that's what, it, you know, the, the medicine people as, as medicine women and men and, and, you know, shamans and healers, it's like it's the, the, the chemical makeup 
you know, there's the plant, but what happens when two energies come together, when the healer, you know, you as a self, every, we're all self healers, we're all healers, you know, we're all alchemists, we can all shift energy. So it's, a, you know, up to us to then have that energetic connection with the things that we're consuming, which is where so much of the healing and the power comes from, rather than just the physical aspect of it. Mm. As well. That's what I'm just thinking too. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, what is I guess to to find to finish this episode? What is what would be your most profound learnings from being at your sickest? This like it just recently or in general, like in your lifetime. Like if you think back to probably the most sick that you've ever been. Mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever it is. Mm. What were some of the learnings that you received out of that? What mm. was like the most profound, deepest learning that you received? And this is this is this is really the crux of it. You know, when you're sick, there's a learning. Mm. There's an understanding as to why you are sick. Mm. And it's about understanding what that learning is so that you don't become that sick again. Mm. For you, what is it? Yeah, so my sickest moment would be when I was in addiction. I was in the middle of addiction, and it was probably when I hit rock bottom. Like, that moment in hospital for me. You know, I was, I'd spent years abusing my body physically, like, just the amount of toxins I put in my body, like, you know, the amount of alcohol that I used to drink, the amount of chemical recreational drugs that I used to take, like, that the damage of that and then there's like the emotional damage the you know the you know through all the reasons of it but it's like all the things that I endured leading to like the mental um you know mental illness right it was a a dis-ease a mind dis-ease in the mind um you know emotionally spiritually physically just you know even my spirit was still shining through, but I was I was not well. I was mm. not in a good place. So and, what did you learn beyond that? Yeah, I just wanted to give the context. <laughs> Forget that. Um, the biggest thing, you know, in that in that moment of realizing, like, holy crap, you know, I did, I didn't even know that I was sick, and that's I want to share this because often we think of sickness as like, you know, having to be in a hospital, be like, oh, I'm really sick. But for me, my sickest moment in my life, like, you know, wasn't with these intense flus or anything like that or you know also it was like that oh my gosh my life is not the life that I want to be living you know I I'm not in a good mental state I'm not in a good emotional state I'm not in a good physical state and so in that moment the biggest gift the biggest lesson that I knew and I saw in an instant was holy crap I have created this looking Mm. around at my life and realizing that I'm the common denominator. Mm. I'm the only, you know, all the relationships that failed, all of the situations that happened, that situation that I was in when I looked around and my life literally looked like it was crumbling around me and crumbled around me. So I'm in the middle. That means I'm the common denominator. That Mm. means I have caused this. And that was like the scariest and the most humbling. And like my ego was fighting it so much because I so wanted to blame someone. I, you know, I wanted to blame, you know, people who had hurt me. I wanted to blame the alcohol. I wanted to blame, you know, any, anything. And I, and I knew 
and that was probably one of the hardest moments of my life at that stage, was to admit I created this. Yeah, wow, that's huge. That's massive. Yeah. And then on the flip side, also super empowering because I'm like, hang on, that means I can also create something else. Mm, I'm in the driver's seat now. And then look what happened beyond then. You realized you were the creator of what you were experiencing and then you created something different. Yeah. Yeah. Creators of our destiny in all aspects of the sense. I think that's a really good point to to, to finish on. Awesome. That's a cool story though. So... Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Another incredible episode of the Sasha podcast. Uh, we will be back next week as well. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in, for listening, for listening to us. Uh, if you have any questions or if you'd like to share your spiritual encounters or any just feedback about this episode, maybe you found it beneficial, maybe you found it helpful, um, maybe you wanted to have, have more boy band music in the background as you listen to it then cool let us know send us an email to hello at school of spiritual healing arts.com that's hello at school of spiritual healing arts.com and also feel free to leave a review and a rating until next time until next time thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you then Matua. thank you for listening to this episode of the sasha podcast we are eternally grateful for your presence If you found some value in this episode, please leave a rating, a review, and share it with as many of your friends as possible. And we'll see you inside the next episode of the Sosha Podcast.